0: So with Bryce McLennan, uh white noise is the short film play the sci-fi fantasy film festival it's 15 minutes long a film from Australia. The teaser of the film is it's a short film about the end of the universe. So that's pretty it's a pretty heady film I guess, right? The the world is end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not just the world, but the whole universe. The whole, yeah, they just say that. Look look
0: at the narcissistic (laughs) human that I am, right? Just that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty heady film. So, what was the kind of an inspiration uh, of that? You wrote the screenplay as well. What was the inspiration of making this film?
1: Um, I guess I was inspired by the trope that you see in a lot of films, which is that we're exploring the universe looking for a new home. And it's usually an optimistic, inspiring journey. Uh, But I wanted to, kind of turned out on its head and say, what if we're looking for a home, but there isn't one? What if the only home we have is earth? And what if we, we lose it? It's a much more pessimistic approach, but I think, you know, we're, we're dealing with issues of climate change um, <clears throat> and losing kind of a lot of the planet we have. So I wanted to kind of push that into a sci-fi realm and say, what happens when earth is gone and we can't get it back? So yeah, it's really a story about loss and it's coming to terms about that loss.
0: So the, the the film starts with the with the boy. So it's from the boy's perspective. He kind of looks like Luke Skywalker a little bit. Was that done on purpose? Like he's got the white.
1: <laughs> um, you you mean the girl? <laughs>
0: Sorry, did I say the boy? I said I mean the girl. I totally apologize. Yeah,
1: the girl. Yeah, yeah. It's it's her. It's a memory from her childhood.
0: So then, they, when things were good, I guess.
1: Yeah, back on Earth. So, yeah, memories memories of Earth, and um, particularly the sound of rain has been quite significant for her.
0: And then we, we, we are transitioned to when she's an adult and she's at, she's in some, a, in a distant planet. I guess. What planet is she on?
1: Um, I think it's called Tycho 71 something B. It has a scientific name, not a, not an actual kind of human, um, name. human name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because her, her mission is to find a new planet for earth and, they all have these scientific designations because she's evaluating them scientifically, trying to work out can we actually live here. And each planet she lands on is deficient in some some way. So the first planet she lands on, um, there's too much nitrogen in the atmosphere, and it's causing a greenhouse effect that's heating the planet, which means that even though it's livable now, in a few years it'll be too hot to live in.
0: And so, where did you sh- where did you shoot this? Like, I'm assuming you shot this on Earth, right? This the film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first three planets, uh, we shot in Western Australia. So there's some really bizarre landscapes in Western Australia. So we utilize those. And then uh, you see a lot of planets very quickly in sort of a montage towards the end. And we shot that in a, a um, studio. So that was green screen.
0: And you have a lot of kind of CGI kind of like added effects in editing, I'm, I'm assuming, too, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. Although for the first three planets, most of what we added was elements in the sky. So the desert, the rocks, the sand, the water, all of that is real.
0: And then, but then what about the, when she's flying that all the, like the, you see the sun and like the, that's all kind yeah, that's, of like all animation or.
1: Yeah. That, that's, that's CGI.
0: CGI. So, so you're shooting the film. It's like, you're always got, have you done films like this before where you always had to keep that. Like you know that you're you're adding certain things to the frame, I guess later on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're shooting it and imagining that you know we're going to put like a ring system or a yep. moon in the sky. Yeah. So you've done that before? Was it the, like in, in previous films? Um, I've I haven't done it for a film before, but I've done it for um, other video projects, like for ads and for things like that. So I have a bit of a background in compositing. Um, but this was definitely a challenge for me to kind of do 15 minutes worth of um, like pretty much every most shots have some CGI in it somewhere or some composited element. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely definitely a challenge for me to do this.
0: And so, the, what about the was it was a Planet Five or the, the it was kind of pink kind of the pink hue and it's all mm. kind of windy and where did the, that those are added effects as well? Like everything's all windy.
1: Um, the Pink Lake is an actual pink lake in Western Australia, so the water is is exactly that color. It's this oh, wow. kind of, yeah, it's some sort of algae in the water feeding off salt. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> but, but
0: maybe not um, so, a, it looks beautiful, maybe but maybe not a good thing for the for the for the lake itself. I guess.
1: Um, uh, I guess it's evaporating because it's so salty. Um, but I think they actually harvest salt and algae from the lake for. Uh, I don't know some sort of industry purposes, um, but for this, the CGI, actually in those scenes, it was more about taking things out. So we were taking out the shore and the town in the background, and just making it this infinite pink ocean. But the actual foregrounds and the water is is real water.
0: So I'm trying to do the math here because you have some some dates uh, with people in the, in the film. So we're, are we in like 2050 around, or uh,
1: we we start something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or I think I think we start in. The the memory that starts the film would be in the 2070s and then the actual story starts in like 2100, and it ends in the year, I don't know, 9 billion or something. Oh, so
0: 2100s. Okay, gotcha. So are you like, do you yeah. have that pessimistic view of, of our of our planet, our world, or
1: uh like me personally, do I have hold that view? Yeah. <laughs> uh I, I guess I am A little pessimistic at the moment um on on a range of issues um i think that the the good thing about science fiction is you can you can explore an idea without necessarily committing to it personally so you know i'm not i'm not saying that this is the future i think will happen but i think it's a it's a definite possibility and if we're not aware of it it's a possibility that will be more likely than not
0: gotcha and so like but at the same time it's like the i think the like my my point of view is that I think that humans will die or humans will die on Earth, but mm. Earth will still live, be around, and certain animals will still live. Like cockroaches seem to be around for billions of years, and we'll mm. just will be like the dinosaurs. will just we're just are it's going to form into something new, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe depends how hot the planet really gets, whether the changes that we're seeing or the, or the changes we're really creating in the planet um are going to outpace natural evolution gotcha
0: but i think that i think it's been proven that certain animals can evolve live that, in very right? yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean cockroaches can live anywhere so yeah there probably will be cockroaches in the future but just maybe not humans
0: and birds seem to last long, forever right they'll, they'll they'll evolve into something new maybe
1: yeah maybe yeah,
0: <laughs> but it's just but us humans are going to destroy ourselves. I think that that's inevitable eventually, but maybe 100 years from now, maybe a thousand years from now. But I think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, maybe. Well, I think I think what I was really um, like, um, you know, Elon Musk talks has talked a lot about colonizing Mars. He hasn't talked about it a lot recently because he's been busy with Twitter and all sorts of other It'd be nonsense, also because he knows I it's
0: think... batshit crazy. And it's, it, it's not very smart. Yes. But
1: that's my subjective. Yeah. Point,
0: but yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and I, I I love the idea of colonizing other planets I absolutely love it I think it's so exciting and so fun but it's not realistic it's and I, like how, how is it that that um, you know colonizing Mars is a possibility but combating climate change on earth is too hard like one is a far superior technical challenge it's just that the climate change issue was is more a co- uh, cooperational challenge or a challenge of governance um, so yeah I kind of wanted to bust the idea that we can just move to another planet if we ruin this one.
0: So basically the first like six, seven minutes or so is like, you're seeing this character kind of like trying to find the planet and then kind of like conflict, I guess, and drama happens. Right. we like, mm-hmm. we're like, she's, you know, she's in trouble herself, I guess. Right. So it's kind of like a, a slow build to the, the, the actual, like the macro con- uh, conflict is that the world is, is dead and then now, then you go to then you move to the individual conflict, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. So the macro conflict is she's trying to find a new planet. A new planet, and, and then yeah, it, it's not as easy as she thinks. And I guess the the more personal conflict is she has this AI with her that's helping her evaluating data, making decisions, and presenting information for her. Um, but she starts to realize that this AI is more than she appears, and she realizes that the AI is actually has the personality and memories of her mother. Um, and she starts to question why that's the case, why she's on this mission, and why she's not able to find a planet that will serve humanity.
0: Yeah, so it's the the joke is that I, you know, I like I, the, the good thing is I get away from my mom, but then even now I can't even get <laughs> if I go somewhere, if I leave Earth, but I can't even get away from my mom. The AI is turned into my mom. Like, what's the? It's like a horror yeah. film.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I wanted to keep the. The feeling a little ambiguous, yeah, um, about how she feels about that, like, like, whether she I really that's, accepts that's the joke I'm mother. saying. It's like, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: not, I know that's not the reality <laughs> of the film, so
1: yeah, yeah, can't get away from it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was, like, or it could be like a mother in law joke, I guess, right? But yeah, so okay, so basically, so, so, uh, in terms of like the a, then, then you get into AI, I guess, right? Which seems to be a very hot topic now in terms mm-hmm. of like today like we're doing this podcast like summer of 2023 which is you know ai's AI it seems to be people's worry and people's fear i guess right
1: mm,
0: yeah and you kind of bring it into the into the into the film as well where like they're morphing into into previous yeah things, i guess right
1: yeah well i guess i guess the what ai is causing anxiety about is we no longer know what's really real like you see an image on the internet is it a real photo or is it an artificial image? And AI has the potential—the potential to really disrupt what truth is. And so Zoe, our character, she lost her mother. Her mother died, and then she goes on this mission, and then she finds that the AI is the embodiment of her mother. And she's like, "But are you really like like just because you have her memories doesn't mean you're her? Like it's not there's been a continuity of consciousness from her mother to the AI, or has there been? So there's a lot of questions that she's she's asking. Um, But ultimately she, I guess in that final scene, you see her accepting that the mission has failed and putting aside the question of, is this AI really my mother or not? And just accepting the peace and comfort that comes from her presence Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in those final moments. And her mother plays the sound of white noise. So the sound of rain, which is this childhood memory that has a lot of significance for her and takes her back to that memory that we started the film with.
0: Yeah, kind of like starts or begins. So yeah, so basically, what you're saying is that like you, she needs this AI. She needs this connection, mm. right? Because yeah. we all need it as humans. Like she can't just be like she. We need that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can you can you know question it and you know engage that scientific brain to try and work out is this real or not. But at the end of the day we tend to choose what is comforting rather than what may be strictly accurate or strictly truthful.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, there's something prof- very, very profound about this film. And like, cause yeah, cause like I said, it kind of does a little twist in the way like halfway Mark where you're, you're assuming that, okay, this is a film about, you know, another human sci-fi film where we're going to, we're going to be good. We're going to be okay. <laughs> right. Yep. And <laughs> and things are going to happen, but then again, in your teaser, you kind of like you kind of like tip tip it off, right? What's going to happen?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I think. Yeah, I, I don't think I didn't want it to be like oh, a big shocking twist and reveal. I wanted to be a kind of gradual realization. Yeah, uh, yeah, of, of where we're headed, and I, I really wanted that kind of personal micro story of Zoe and her mother. Yeah, um, and needing, needing that connection to also parallel the the macro story about. Humanity and Earth needing that connection to Earth, so Mother Earth, Mother AI, Child Mother—all these kind of mother-child relationships are kind of layered in the film.
0: Yeah, and then the last, the last shot of the film is like, uh, it's like what, a, like almost like a three-minute one shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, three minutes. And I think I there's a cut-
0: to, yeah. the gamer around.
1: Yeah, kind of. It's a it's a three minute. Dolly in with the camera doing a 360.
0: So talk about that. How how did you accomplish that?
1: Uh the the dolly is real and then we did the 360 in post.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But the dolly is real. And you're focus pulling like while the while you're pushing in?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was an incredibly challenge, challenging focus pull. (laughs) Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Focus pulls are easy when they're kind of quick and big and they're hard when they're slow and precise and it's like you're moving it millimeter by millimeter as you're going well so, because it's yeah. also
0: like it's, it's 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 a long well it's a long time to concentrate yeah. like you could do a 15 second shot like that but like almost like a three minute shot the focus pull like that that's that takes a lot of let's just say concentration and expertise yeah. I guess, right
1: yeah yeah for sure so, so uh, yeah fortunately that, we only did it did was three that person
0: in question who did that <laughs>
1: Uh, a guy called Marty was the focus puller.
0: On Marty, that Marty, the focus puller. Well, yeah, he yep. should get some. He should get some. Should get a call out because it's not an easy job, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and where did you find the actress to, for the film?
1: Uh, she's actually my wife.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So she, I'm assuming she believed in the film then.
1: Yeah, yeah. She, she, she loved the story. Loved the chance to kind of put on a space suit and. And um, go to these cool places to film and, and do these cool shots with the visual effects. So yeah, it was a lot of fun making it together. We're still I'm married, sorry. so you know, didn't didn't bust us apart.
0: <laughs> so how do you? What, how, what's the reaction so far uh, in the festival circuit?
1: Oh uh, good. Yeah, good. We we got into the um, Sydney Science Fiction Film Festival, um, and your festival as well. Um, and we're waiting to hear on a few others. Because you just finished it, right? Like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you're just kind of starting out, I guess.
1: Yeah, just starting.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, that's a great film. And what did you think about what we, our audience? What did you think of what our audience had to say about the film?
1: I I really appreciated the the feedback that they gave. It was really, um, really smart, really um, incisive kind of feedback. Like they thought about it on a, on a thematic, kind of deep message level. It wasn't. Oh, I didn't like, you know, that shot. I thought that shot was a bit weird. Or, you know, it was really thoughtful, intelligent feedback, which I really appreciated.
0: Yeah, there's, like I said, it's a sci-fi film, but there's a, there's a, there's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human story. It's about, it's about the, you know, about us, about what we need and what we desire, I guess.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the connection we need and the, the things we lose and wish we could get back.
0: Because you're like the metaphor. I guess and maybe I'm reaching here, but it's like they're looking for something physical to live on. But we still need that emotional connection. We still need that 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 love and that that, that that's what we, that's what we really needed to live as humans. I guess.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, a planet that we can love, not just live on, which currently yeah. we have, and we're not loving it as we should.
0: Well, some people, right? So
1: some people, sure. <laughs>
0: But then again, yeah. we're, this is just a big. Well, in my opinion, maybe like it's just like we This is just a big experiment because I don't think we're we were supposed to evolve as profoundly as we have, I guess. But maybe we, maybe mm. we did. I don't know. Who knows?
1: Maybe. I I do wonder if we were meant to have as much power over our yeah. environment as as we do. Yeah,
0: that's the whole point, right? Where we just. But then I guess if, while we're that, that's the experiment. Though while we're here, we might as well just try mm. to evolve as, as much as we possibly can. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see well, what I happens. guess Yeah. Hopefully we can move past the kind of the tribal way of thinking and the yeah. kind of what can I get for myself in my lifetime and think more cooperatively and communally. And yeah.
0: But that's the, that's our downfall, right? That's our, that, that it's that we, we're, we're selfish species by nature. Right. So we'll think yeah. about what's in, what, especially when it's, when we're in a community, we'll think about what's, what's in it for us. Right. So,
1: yeah. And I think we become more selfish as we become more stressed. So as, as the negative effects of climate change start to impact the way we live, we're going to become less cooperative, not more cooperative. That's my biggest fear for the future.
0: Well, you saw it you saw it with your fires in Australia, right? You saw what you just described with that. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking at another really hot summer coming up as well. So I, I think, um, I did a documentary on um, climate change recently, and one of the scientists I interviewed, she said that the, the terrible fires we had recently, in 10 years' time, that will be a normal summer experience, and in 30 years' time, we would actually consider that to be a, a relatively cool summer experience.
0: Well, that's not, That doesn't make me happy.
1: No, it doesn't. It didn't make me happy either. Yeah.
0: But don't you think they can figure I know that the whole idealism is that, oh, don't worry, we can we can figure this out. Technology can figure this out.
1: Mm. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope that we can we can sort out the the, the more human element of the problem rather than just inventing our way out of it.
0: Yeah. Well the thing, the thing that the the downfall is, and I'm sure you're smarter, you've already thought of this, is that is that humans don't don't take care of something until they really until the last moment until they have to. I guess yeah. right. We're not yeah. we're not a species that that th- that thinks ahead of the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the kind of the timescale that we think in is is a lot smaller than the time scale that climate change operates on. Yeah. And you can kind of it's kind of like um like if you'd say our planet has cancer, we're waiting until it's stage four before we deal with it, which is yeah. you know not a stage where there's many options left
0: yeah but only when we see it in front of us is when we try to when we want to decide to do something it's like this is all kind of yeah. theoretical right so mm. only when it affects us personally like say our house gets yeah. burned down then mm. we're going to think we're going to start worrying about that right but if it yeah. but if we're, we're, we're separated from the problem then we don't really worry about it
1: yeah exactly yeah well i i hope that there's been a consciousness shift in australia after the fires yeah um i think there has been to some extent but our government is still um approving new new offshore um, mines uh, offshore oil platforms rather so yeah. um it's not like we've done a complete 180 and now climate leaders yeah that said
0: your your continent or your country is as as ahead usually, they usually they're usually ahead of most countries let's put it that way like I'll use the gun control analogy where like, you guys had a problem, you took care of it, you dealt with it. And then basically you don't have a problem anymore. So like the United States doesn't do that. Other countries in Europe don't do that. So you're kind of ahead in in some regards. Right. So, uh,
1: I hope so. I think, I hope we are still as pragmatic a people as we were back in the nineties when we enacted that gun control, when we were confronted by a really terrible tragedy and we enacted a solution very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: so then that so that's that gives me hope
1: (laughs) i I hope so too we'll see
0: (laughs) all right on that note man congratulations on the film i wish it the ultimate success you're just starting out on it and uh let's talk again when you make your next film
1: thank you very much this was a pleasure thanks one two three four five